0: Welcome aboard, everybody. It's another amazing, amazing edition of the Loftus Party podcast. So glad you're here. I probably sound uh, like I've like I've been through the ringer because I've been through the ringer. It's a great weekend. Huge weekend, uh, which we'll get into later. We got the gimlet here. No Paul this week, you guys. Paul has the week off. He's got some family in town. He's being a family man. How you doing, Gimlet? I'm doing good. Really? Yeah. What's going good? Tell me what's got the Gimlet all all good.
1: Oh, just getting ready to go on a little vacay and take some R&R near an ocean. Looking forward. That's,
0: That's all. That's fantastic news. I knew nothing about yes. this. Yes. Are you heading down to the Dominican Republic to try to kill yourself with bar whiskey? No, no, I already did that once. I know, I know. came back with the COVID instead. (laughs) Where are you guys, where are you guys heading? We are going
1: to Orange
0: Beach. I have no idea where that is.
1: That is what they like to call the Florabama Coast. So we're doing Uh a little redneck Riviera.
0: I, let me know what you're thinking about that. Let me, there's an author that I like. And uh, she wrote Interview with a Vampire and Rice. Yes, and she did a couple of books. I'm trying to remember the name of the books, but they like took place down there, like the okay. the Redneck Riviera, that the the Panhandle, that whole yep. like. It, I you know what? I think I would dig that vibe. I think I would um, dig that vibe.
1: We did Destin a couple years ago, which is kind of the same. That's on the Panhandle side. Yeah. Um. This is on the Alabama side so i like it down there it's pretty laid back good
2: seafood
1: you're near the sea the floribama coast has some kind of like super duper shrimp that's like you get when you're down a thousand feet or something and it's like a delicacy there so yeah i'm gonna be eating me
0: some shrimp that's great how long are you gonna be gone
1: um just like five days not very long.
0: beautiful that's beautiful okay so and, we and, got and,
1: and another happiness I didn't wow. skip my Christmas shopping done it's all wrapped
0: All right so now that freaked me out <laughs> so Now that freaked me out because well this is this is a scheduled freak out because you've got your day-to-day stuff you got this going on so so today the day we record the podcast is that like this is when I can allow myself to freak out I got to double down on Christmas gifts I got to go it's got to be like it's now. So there, I'll, I'm freaking out a little bit. And you're like, oh, I got them wrapped. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. All right. So mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. But you know what? I'm tapping out for the rest of the day. I'm tapping out for the rest of the day. We had a uh, huge event, a huge event over the weekend at the America First Warehouse. We're doing this show uh, that show tonight—it's sketch comedy show, live in front of a you know a studio audience, if you will. The America First Warehouse, you guys—you guys already know I love this place. It's it's fantastic. It's really great. A ton of people came out, so we did our we did our first show a few months ago down in Nashville just to see. Okay, so if we 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 get actors, we get comedians, we get cameras, we can film it, and we write skits and yada yada yada. It was hilarious, really, really pleased with that. so now we're like, okay, so how do you how do you stream it into you know computers? how can you stream this service? so that was the next one so uh, you know multiple multiple camera setup, sound lighting, musical guests, holy crap, you guys are gonna be so happy about this one um, Uh, You never know who it is A friend of a friend of mine turned me on to this musician And this dude came out He did, much like Saturday Night Live He did two songs up front And then we brought him back at the end of the show To do uh, another song This guy's name is uh, Mickey Lamantia Lamantia Mickey Lamantia Get his stuff You got the inside scoop on this dude Like old school country sounding. And the dude has a voice like this, this really just great baritone, smoky whiskey. It Oh, I was like, I'm like, I'm like watching the rehearsals, the sound check the other day. And I'm like, and I had seen the guy's stuff on YouTube and I, you know, heard it on iTunes and stuff. But when you see somebody do it live, just one dude and his guitar. And you're like, that's the real deal. Holy crap. This is a I'm telling you, Gimlet, this was a legit show. This was a legit show with like, with like big musical guests and funny skits. It was so great. It was so great. And but this Mickey Lamantia dude, and it, it's one of those things where, you know, on this show we're always ahead of stuff. We're always a few weeks ahead. Well, you are gonna be. You listen to this show, then you go. You you listen to some of Mickey stuff. You're gonna be ahead of the game. Uh, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Just posted, just found out about this dude. He's a big fan. And, like, the day before we were rehearsing, I think it's Friday night, uh, The Rock posted one of Mickey's tunes, and, like, it instantly had 1.5 million <laughs> downloads. It was insane. So uh, we'll we'll talk more about that later. Just a great night. Just an absolute great night. And uh, I'm one of those... I'm one of those just jump in and start swimming dudes and so we all we all jumped in and we started swimming last night there's we had some uh, some technical issues with you know but that to me that's how you learn you're like okay well, here we go we're doing it bang bang boom so uh, a wonderful wonderful experience how's the typing going uh, sorry hundreds. <laughs> What's going on with your parents? I'm like, I'm like sitting here telling you about this incredible evening, and like a um, huge superstar that people are about to discover, and this huge important event, and I like clicky, clicky, click, 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 clicky, clicky, click. What's going on with your parents? Let's get that settled. Let's
1: just sh- 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 <laughs> It's gonna ruin like me being happy about going on vacation
0: and all that kind of stuff. Oof, oof. 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 What they need you oof. to do stuff? Can you come? Can you come and help your mother with her bunions? Yeah. Could you make that? Remember that stew you made five Christmases ago? Could you make that again for St. Patrick's Day? What's. Is it needy? Is it needy parent child stuff like that?
1: It's not. It's not needy. It's informational. OK. There's certain information that I have.
0: That.
1: That. I normally get consulted about mostly having to do with medical things.
0: Okay. I was That's to all. Say, what is it, your family runs like the FBI? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, no. I, have, I have information that I can't share with anyone else. There must be two parents present to turn their keys simultaneously. Then the three of us press the buttons.
1: <laughs> Something you, like that, but not exactly.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, let's jump into some news. People, I, I don't. know, Hopefully, people listen for our wacky takes on the news. Here's what I know happened. Here's what I know happened. Uh, uh, they, 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 they shit canned that Cuomo dude on CNN, and I guess people are delighted about that. I guess people are delighted about that.
1: Yeah, um, it seems people are delighted about it anyway. It's and weird, here's though. the great
0: thing. Here's what, like, we wrote a joke about it. We wrote, a, we we do a little, like, you know. Uh, a newscast with you know jokes from the from from the news of the week. So we found out that Cuomo got fired, and we you know we we, we tucked it into our, our newscast on that show tonight. The place went bonkers, and I'm like sitting there going, I got no, I got no emotion like to me. And I thought uh, in, in a weird way, now saying it out loud, I'm like I'm kind of proud that <laughs> like like that's great because that dude just did not matter. Like he was not a factor in my life at all and that's awesome that's what <laughs> we need to strive for that like if don lemon got fired tomorrow i know certain people be like yeah be like, eh. i mean like really is anybody watching is anybody no go ahead i was like no nobody's watching but the
1: weird part about the the cuomo thing chris cuomo he had the highest ratings mm-hmm. he's kind of like the tallest midget on cnn
0: Ha, and now what are they going to do with their basketball team? What are they going to do with their basketball team? I don't it's, know. uh, I guess, well, the offensive part is he's using his powers of a journalist to dig up dirt. I guess that's the accusation on some of these accusers. And then he's framing the narrative for other, but like, and well, now I'm going to have an opinion on it. Now I'm going to get, now I'm going to start to get happy because <laughs> Well, seriously, I mean like you think okay, – so it's it's, uh, it's it's Chris Cromo and his brother. He's looking out for his brother Andrew who's another piece of work and yada, yada, yada. But if you guys think that this – and I don't think anybody does. I'm not saying you do, everybody. I'm saying this happens all the time with, with all kinds of stuff. It's just not mm-hmm. somebody's brother. Somebody from the White House calls up their friend at CNN, goes, hey, we're going to do this thing. Could you guys talk about it like this? Oh, sure. That's great. No problem. Hey, uh, someone from the White House says, you know, the gas price thing. Could you maybe say that the reason for that is this? Yeah, I got you. No problem. If you don't think that's happening on a daily basis, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I remember, do you remember that meme that was going around uh, during the Obama years? When I mean, it's like, this guy in the Obama administration, his wife works for this news studio. This guy in the White House, Obama, his wife works here. This woman who worked, it was crazy how they were all intertangled. This, this woman who uh, is in the Obama administration, her husband runs CBS. It was nutty. They had like seven points of contact. And they were wow. just dialed in. So let's just keep going. I, I want... I want independent journalism. More I mean Go I ahead. just
1: don't I just don't know how some of these outlets are surviving. Period. Like what yeah. if if you're like there's not without Cuomo, they don't have a show that even comes close to hitting a million viewers. Like how do you even get large advertising dollars for that? Like Joe Rogan kicks all of their butts
0: it's funny you should bring up rogan it's funny you should bring up rogan i got home last night around 2 you know after the show uh you know i come back i'm trying to unwind i'm thinking about it. i'm processing what could i do better what could we do different what went well blah blah blah, 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 blah. so i get on youtube and i'm watching some videos and uh tim pool is on with joe rogan and uh you know they're having a good you know they're having a good conversation it's a great podcast And Poole said something that really resonated with me. And I think the end is nigh. We can make it happen faster by, you know, not watching, encouraging other people not to watch and all this stuff. But Tim Poole's take on it is like during the Trump years in, you know, 20, late, late 2015, early 2016, they started this narrative of, you know, the right wingers are pure evil. The right wingers are fascist. The right wingers are this and that and this. And it paid off so big they're addicted to that. However, there's a large segment of the population that that sees it for what it is. They, they go, oh crap, that's just that's just bias. That's just bias. They're mm-hmm. Americans are smart. Americans are smart. So they stop, they they stopped watching. So now here we are in 2021. And the only people left, the only people left are the people who are also addicted to that narrative. And it all came to it all got kind of crystallized with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. They know the only way they can keep their little existing audience around, and and you know and fired up and and you know go oh, we gotta go get him is if they go with this na- narrative like oh my gosh Kyle Rittenhouse you know he he just went down and and, and started just blasting on some innocent you know uh, BLM protesters the guy was just a monster and and they know what's wrong but they have to feed that beast that they've created and I, I don't see a way out for them i see one way out for like the CNNs and the MSNBCs and i think you got a clear house if if i'm if i'm Jeff Zucker and i'm running CNN and i go okay so Cuomo's gone he was our big top dog i think you find you get rid of uh, Stelter you get rid of Don Lemon and you start over and you redo your graphics package And you find yourself a new motto, and you actually have to start telling the truth. That's the only way out. It's going to suck. It's like having a cavity. You can ignore it. You can ignore it. You can ignore it. But at some point, you got to go in and get that bitch drilled. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but look what they're doing on the Russian collusion thing.
0: What are they doing? Do tell.
1: They're just, they're like... Oh well, it doesn't matter that the dossier is a pile of crap. That wasn't what Russian collusion was based on. Are you <gasps> kidding me?
0: Oh, so they're like doubling down,
1: <laughs> in the New York Times, and the Washington Post. It's just like, are you kidding me?
0: That is crazy. See that, and that's they're doubling down <laughs> on it. That's the Tim Pool theory. They got to try to keep feeding that beast. They got it. They can't admit they were wrong. And, and here's and if you go my way and if you just go, you know what? The ratings are down. We're going to we're going to start over. Then you never have to say you're sorry. You never have to apologize for anything. You just go, OK, we're going to we're going to kind of rebrand. And, you know, it's a setback. It's like a football team when they fire all their players and they just start getting new people. That's what you got to do. They never have to apologize for Russia collusion and the way they covered it. They never have to apologize. You know well they do in my book. But like they'll they'll never do it. And then you can just start over for them to for them to keep like the Rachel Maddow's and the Joy Reeds and all these people for them to still trying to save face about the whole Russia collusion thing when it's like, oh, my God, for, forget about forget about Durham. Uh, who, who was the other dude? Who was the other lurch looking dude back in the day? The other Weissman? No, the first uh, Mueller Mueller. Oh, Mueller, Mueller. Like how, yeah. many, how many different ways do you guys need to hear it? Like how many different ways I have to tell you, that's an ugly outfit. You shouldn't wear that to the big dance. Like Mueller told you. Yeah, we thought we thought that was a good looking outfit. Turns out you had your underwear on your head. So we think, we think you should change. And they're like, no, 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 underwear on the head. That's a good look. That's a good look. Now you've got Durham going, okay, obviously you have your underwear on your head. That's not a good look. No one else is wearing their underwear on their head. You should go home and change. And and they're still running around with underwear on their head. Listen, this is the fashion. They've been trying to make it happen for six years now. It's not. It's not going to happen. I, I, I. In a way, I kind of ad- admire it. Is that wrong? Like that they they still do it. They're still running around with underwear I on just- their head.
1: They still are, and every time you hear it, I, I just, like, how do you just sit there? Like, you listen to people like Nicole Wallace or Joy Ann Reed, just the little clips you see online. Like, how can you say that stuff out loud? Yeah. It's just so wrong. It's not even tethered to reality. <laughs>
0: It is wild to what happened to Nicole Wallace. Like where did she make her turn? I, 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 did you ever Did you ever, you're probably not a Star Trek fan. Like the old Star Trek fan with with Shatner and Nemoy. There was a yeah. there was a time they went through the transporter and there was an accident. And when mm-hmm. when when Spock came back, he had a goatee and Shatner looked the same but he was evil Shatner and like Spock, you know, he, so anyway, it was their, their alter egos. Nicole Wallace is the is the evil version of Dana Perino. <laughs> Nicole <laughs> Wallace is what happens if, if Dana Perino is in a transporter accident and comes up the other – like, what happened to that lady? Didn't she work for a president? Wasn't she a Republican? Yeah, she worked for Bush, I believe. Oh, my Lord, and so did Perino. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know who I have to text later. I know who I, I got to find out. I'm going to go to the source on this one. I'm going to hit up Perino and just go, what? I'm not going to cuss, but I'm just going to be like, what the fuck happened to that? Like, when did that go off the rails? I need to know that. I need to know that. Was it a money thing? Is it a fame thing? Is it like, hey, look at me? Because at some, that, that has to be it. She's just an insecure. Here's what I think happened. This is my hypothesis. You start getting booked on MSNBC, and then you realize how the game is played. You want to keep the money going. You want to be on TV. So then you start BSing. And then at some point, you just start believing your own BS because it's paying the bills and it's keeping you famous. It's, it's, it's Joe Scarborough syndrome. That's what happened to Scarborough, right? Right.
1: No, Scarborough, Scarborough's like pussy whipped by his co-host. <laughs> I mean, I think that show used to be like counter opinion sort of stuff, you know, and then they yeah. started knocking boots and he just he wants to go to all the cool parties. So he just became a lib.
0: Well, that well, that's just it. But like he wanted to be on TV, he wanted to be famous, and then he wanted to. Uh, I, th- I, just- I
1: think. I think, I think his politics changed because he wanted to bang Mika, but that's just me. <laughs> I,
0: I tell you what, I think Mika Brzezinski, I think that's a coin flip. I think that's a coin flip. There's a part of me that's like, no way. That's, that's not a fun ride. That is not a fun ride. And then there's a part of me who thinks, but you know what? Maybe, maybe. Like, I can't. Very usually. Dominatrix. There's got to be something going on. There's got to be something going on. She's got to have something special that she brings to the table. Like, it's like Colin Kaepernick's old lady, right? He started knocking boots with her, and she she got him, like, activated. She got him activated. It's like, it's like Meghan Markle. Like, Meghan, like, how... There's something special going. And somebody's like, some romantic out there is like, yes, Michael, it's called love. <laughs> no. <laughs> what does Meghan Markle, how, what kind of power do you have? I, I, if I was a, a millionaire, prince, royalty, had the world on the string, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, my wife was like, okay, I want you to give up that. I want you to give up all this and maybe call your grandmother a racist. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. Like, I don't know what extra... She's doing something special. She's doing something special. For me to call my grandmother a racist, you gotta be... You gotta be... You are definitely...
2: You're doing all kinds of stuff.
0: All right. We're gonna take a break. Uh, We're going to come back with more imaginings of what Meghan Markle does to convince a dude to call his grandma a racist. (laughs) What would you do for a Klondike (laughs) bar?
2: In uncertain times, we could use someone to lean on. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma will stand by you with plan options to fit your budget. If you've recently lost your job, had a baby, or moved, you can still get the health care coverage you and your family need. Financial help may be available for those who qualify. Call 855-452-BLUE or visit hereforyouok.com to see if you're eligible to enroll. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma, a division of Health Care Service Corporation, a mutual legal reserve company.
0: That last segment was an absolute joy. That last segment is the, the kind of podcast I you know that you're all tuning in for. It was so good and so funny that I think Lori Lightfoot's eyeballs just might have bulged a little bit harder. Just the, just a little bit harder. It's hard to – sometimes I'm scrolling through the news. I'm scrolling through the news because I didn't have time to do the prep that I normally do because I just want to know what's popping. And it, it just boggles my mind that like uh, there's another thing about it's it's just like so pedestrian now. Like, oh, here's how many people were shot in Chicago over the weekend. Here's how many people were killed. It's like it's so commonplace. It makes me it makes me feel bad. It seriously, it makes me feel bad. We that that and this is no this is no bull crap. We can't get used to this. I think we're all used to it. It's like looking at the stock ticker, but you don't really own stock in the company. So you're like, oh, wow. Hey, boy, Apple's down 50. Eh, That's okay. I don't own any Apple. It's like these are human beings. Something's horribly, horribly wrong in Chicago. When are people going to like seriously like like flip out about that? Then it's not about gun control laws. You guys know I'm never going to say it's about gun control laws. But it's like it's a it's a it's a failing of society, Right. Oh, it's a complete failure of culture. I mean, what?
1: I look at it this way. Okay. We are literally living in a world where we are going to inject children with an experimental drug to make adults feel safer.
0: In a world. Yeah, that's it's madness. It's madness. It's
1: absolute madness. But in what world? Do you have to, like, have a thousand murders in Chicago, um, I- inject children with an experimental drug, and have people standing in front of the Supreme Court melting down because the state of Mississippi says, well, you know, 15 weeks is probably long enough to decide whether or not you're going to kill your unborn
0: child? Yes. And then, and then the, the, the mob lootings, Like, who is, who's, whose kid is just like, oh, this will be fun. This will be okay. And, and it's like all of it. It's like, we have a, we have a human being problem. Like, like the, uh, like the, there's certain Native American tribes. You would have to reach a certain level of, uh you know, maturity and and respect and behavior. And then you were declared a human being like, okay, you're, you're a good person. You get it. You are a human being. It's like, we got a lot of people just running around that like, they just don't, they're not human beings. Like who can like, just shoot somebody willy nilly who can inject a kid with an experimental vaccine willy nilly who can kill their unborn child willy nilly. It's just like, and it's crazy. And this is like the great paradox of it all.
1: There was actually a great article today. It was one of those ones that's kind of long, but worth every single word. Um, It's by a guy named, remember, like, um, in the 2016 election, somebody wrote that thing, the Flight 93 election, and everybody flipped out? Yeah. The guy who wrote that, his name is Michael Anton. Okay and he just he just put out an article called Unprecedented. Um, and it literally goes through all of this stuff, and he's trying to find historical comparators, and there aren't any. Like, there is no historical comparator for a country that engaged in mass immigration without assimilation. There's just there isn't one. Yeah. There is no parallel for a successful country. That indoctrinates its youth to hate itself
0: it, it, it seems like a it, one, a one way ticket to self destruction
1: yes exactly and mm-hmm. and and i I'm starting to think that the um it, i just i've thought for some time that this whole thing wasn't going to hang together what then and i, I these these United States of America in their current configuration.
0: Right, right.
1: Um I I I literally don't see like how do you share a country with people like Joy Ann Reed? It's it, it, you I,
0: I don't think you can.
1: It's like watching the same movie and coming out with a completely different assessment of what the plot was.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, well, sometimes I'm certain that the, the national divorce is, is coming. And, and I think it should happen, you know, uh, to me it's like TikTok on the clock. Like I really, I, I, I want, and I would joke about it, but I mean it. Like California, you're on your own. Good luck. Do it. Do it do it so the rest I don't of us pay can for
1: it. I mean like literally how much are you you going to resent when California finally hits the skids because all that's left in California are really rich people and really poor people. The really poor people can't leave and money is portable.
0: Yes. Okay, so, I have to I have to say this out loud just very quickly because this it hit me and, and I was the, the great paradox. It's like uh, of anybody who can do these kind of things, you know, with the vaccination of the kids and the just killing random people and killing their own kid. Obviously, you don't see your fellow human being as a human being. And to me, that's one of the things that defines you as a human being is you have to be able to see every other human being as a human being. And if you can't see that a baby is a human being, that makes you're not – it's it's, it's it's I'm going down the rabbit hole on this one. So if you do that, I don't see you as a human being. Like if you can just randomly kill but oh it's that it's like a, it's like a, a Nietzsche thing. Don't look don't look at the monster, you become the monster yourself. Oh my goodness. Okay. To get what you're saying about about California. I, see that's just, I don't, I, mean, want to pay just any, I don't want to pay anything for it. I want them exactly to go on their point. own.
1: Like I was furious enough with the American rescue plan. That went to bail out the political allies of Joe Biden who kept their states shut down so that people would be pissed at President Trump.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It
1: paid off their pensions. It paid off union pensions. I mean, it was nothing but political payola.
0: Yes. Yes. And to that extent, that's that's a messaging problem on the right. And that's that's people on the right who are also benefiting from that they're they're taking their little piece they're getting their 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 taste it is it's it's morally horrible and it's it's so infuriating and it's I, we need more podcasts like this we need more websites we need more broadcast we just need more of a voice and and to to talk about, like, this complete and total lack of, of, of a moral compass, everybody on the right should have been up in arms on that. I know I was. I know you were. But, like. Oh, I was apoplectic. I mean, it's just, like, are you kidding me? It's.
1: Why should I, in Georgia, who's been open and working since May of 2020, okay? Like, the six, first six weeks, we were done. We're like, this is over. Everybody's going back to work. And so you look at the top states for job recovery and everything else, and they're all red. Yes. Like the red states, any, any economic good that's happening in the Biden administration is coming from Ron DeSantis, Greg Abbott, Brian Kemp, the Republican governors.
0: Yes. It's like an Ayn Rand novel. And they and they will keep going after those guys. They will keep going after those states. They will keep taxing the producers. They'll keep going after the Elon Musk's. They'll keep they'll say they're going after the billionaires. They will tax them and they will keep keep weighing them down with regulations and all this crap until they have completely destroyed industry. They keep talking about these millionaire, billionaire. You know, oh, that's the great boogeyman. We're just trying to make this fair. We're just trying to make this fair. Meanwhile, you know, they want to add 75,000 people to the IRS. You think, you think it takes 75,000 IRS agents to go after a handful of billionaires? Do you really no. think that? No, they're no. coming after you. So it, it it's, it's self-destruction. It's, it's like a racehorse, you know, when a racehorse is doing too good in a race they used to they put weights they put weights on the horse to make it a a better race make it more equal and they're going to keep putting these weights on the racehorse that is small businesses and and private companies and this and that they're going to keep weighing them down keep it till till they're all till they kill them all and then they'll go oh my gosh socialism doesn't work
1: where's the backlash
0: it's That's common. what I want to
1: know. It's, very, it's a very simple proposition for me. Right? Bring it. Americans are less prosperous, less safe, and less secure than they were in November of 2020. And the president has one job. And mm-hmm. that is to push a policy portfolio that makes Americans more prosperous, more safe, and more secure. Period. That's
0: his yep. only job. It's. It's. Um, trying to think of the, the, the way I want to say this. It's crazy. That. More people aren't up in arms about. It. I think they are. I think everybody can feel it. But. It's. It's like watching a house burn. And there's water everywhere and and people are just pretending like the house isn't on fire. It's like the it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And we've been talking about it for months, like the southern border, like the southern border. Like and I and I would always say, well, if I was a rancher down there, I'd just have a camp out. And I would invite the National Guard from her, her, the X, Y and Z. And, and maybe it's this is probably why they censor so much. But it's like it's the people who run the country. And that's that's no bull. It's the people, it's the small business people. It's, it's, the, it's, it's the plumbers, it's the carpenters, it's the guy at the dry cleaner. It's all, we run the country. They desperately, desperately, desperately want, don't want us to feel that. They don't want us to feel it. And we got a huge problem. We got a huge problem. And I think that you and I hit on the solution, you know, weeks ago, we just, these people don't matter. We can't listen to them anymore. It's like I don't want to put up a, a you know a clenched fist and say resist. I just want to live my life in a manner where I, I just I I don't follow your your BS. I just don't do it. It doesn't exist to me. Your mask mandate just doesn't exist. Your vaccine mandate just it just doesn't exist. I'm moving on, and I'm going to elect people who are going to defend and stand up for for my for my values. That's it. And if you can't do that. And if and we got a big problem, we have a big problem on the right. There's tons of people like 80 Republicans. And I posted a thing about this at, at the Loftus party. I'll try to find it. We're still doing what's on the web, by the way. But 80, 80 Republicans just voted for. I'm scrolling down to find it here. Uh, 80 House Republicans helped pass a bill to fund a federal vaccine database. How in the fuck is that conservative? How in the fuck does that protect my freedom and my liberal and and, and my liberty? 80 of them. And then you've got 18 of them who are like, yeah, we're going to vote for this infrastructure bill. Like we have to do some serious. These pricks, these two faced bastards, these ball licking cocksuckers are going to win. They're going to get the house and they're going to get the Senate. And we need to let them know. And we need to make sure that the people who do come in on this giant red wave that we all know is coming, unless there's a new variant and they have us all voting by mail again. And then, then the Democrats win in a record landslide. How did that happen? But these, they, they need to know, like it's go time when they get in there, it is go time. And I don't care if if uh if Joe Biden uh, vetoes it or all that other stuff. I, I want I need action. I'm so sick of the Lindsay. oh my God, you have to see this fake commercial that we made. You're gonna die laughing <laughs> but but these yeah. these these fakeo, these Mitt Romneys, these Lindsey Grahams. These, all these people who it's just platitudes. It's like it's like they're a gross joke. It's like they're a cartoon. It's like they're a freaking comic. They're they're the, a gross representation of of a politician from nineteen thirty. I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna fight for you, America. I'm a fighter. I'm they gonna defend. It's they disgusting. don't understand the game. They don't understand. They, Listen,
1: Republicans. No for some Go. reason still believe in this whole like working like a certain subset of them we can work across the aisle no you can't Listen. those people hate us they hate our country they hate your
0: voters no you can't work with them <laughs> it's you 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 know what in, in a way there's one little way you can and it's like like you want infrastructure okay what do you want to do you want to fix the roads and bridges? Uh, yeah, so we're going to need uh, $6 trillion. Okay, bullshit. And that's when you need Trump to come in there and like, here's how much it is to fix a road. Bang, bang, boom. It's like, uh, I got no <laughs> I got no problem with, with infrastructure. You know, it's like we say this all the time on this show. I, we got no problem with infrastructure. We got no problem uh, with immigration. I got a problem with illegal immigration. I got a, a problem with an infrastructure bill that is just goes way beyond what is it like 20 cents out of every dollar actually goes to fix a bridge or a road or an airport. It's, it's that it's much ridiculous that the, the jig is up. We don't have the money anymore. They're killing the goose that laid the golden egg and more people just have to realize this and, and just stop listening to them. They're they're petty tyrants and, and their ideas are horrible. And like we we keep oh it's getting depressing. I don't
1: want to get depressed. I am looking at one person and following
0: his lead. Mine, thank you. No, what I do, I have a more what
1: Peter Thiel. (laughs) If Peter Thiel is funding a candidate, there's a reason. There you go. And he's funding a lot of them. Like the left is already freaking out.
0: Yeah. Well who's who's exciting? Who's who who should we know about?
1: I like um Blake Masters down in Arizona. Okay. Cause he just says things that are true. Yeah. He also runs the Teal Foundation, which is the one that pays kids not to go to college and start a business instead. Which nice. I just think is fabulous. Um, so I like him. I like Joe Kent out in Oregon. I like the one, I can't remember her name right now, that's running against Liz uh, Cheney. Yeah. Like J.D. Vance, he takes a lot of crap. But again, another guy who just says things that are true.
0: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> here's another one to to sound like. Uh,
1: oh, Tom Cotton, too. Tom Cotton and uh, Josh Hawley, who also say things that are true.
0: Don't you think you could do a better job? I know we've said this before on the podcast and i think it just bears repeating i think anybody who listens to this podcast would would be a a better senator i really do Mm -hmm. a better congressman just common sense i don't think it's that hard i really don't think it's that hard it's like one of the greatest tricks ever is these people try to make it look so difficult they try to make it look so difficult it's like right now, and we'll get into this. We, this might have to wait for the Patreon segment. But they're talking—they're—they're they're, they're talking about Iran and nukes, and oh, and oh, there's a warning. We don't know how, how uh, seriously Iran is taking it. Like, are you are you are you fucking stupid? It's well, like why? How, it's, it's how are even we even percent- back here? How are we even
1: <laughs> back? How do we go from sending Soleimani home in a box? Right. And the yeah. regime almost collapsing. Because that was right around the freaking corner to this. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 the moral relativism you have to program into your brain to be able to even have this conversation is just insane.
0: It is. It is uh, they're morons. They're morons. Oh, morons. And they're surrounded by very sneaky people in positions okay. of power and that's when it gets dangerous that's when it I'm gets like this, dangerous
1: this whole laura lugan thing are you kidding me
0: who's laura lugan is she related to is laura loomer
1: it. no laura lugan is the um she's on fox nation oh she's laura
0: logan Red.
1: you see her on tucker every once in a while
0: logan her name is logan.
1: reporter that like left 60 minutes yes yes, the- yes
0: her name is logan it's Logan.
1: Is it logan Anyway, she goes on TV and compares Fauci to Goebbels because he's just propagandizing COVID nineteen, and now they're trying to get her fired because making a Nazi comparison is so awful. Excuse me,
0: that's hilarious.
1: Excuse me, (laughs) that happened every day for four years, and it's still happening.
0: You, you've got to be kidding me.
1: No, I'm not.
0: That's hilarious. They're coming after Laura Logan (laughs) for making a Nazi. But listen,
1: she went on TV and cried about it.
0: That is, that is a, that is a step too far. That is a
1: step too far. But it's like, you guys called us Nazis and called
2: Trump Hitler for four years.
0: Well, that's different. That's different.
2: No, it's not.
0: (laughs) Uh, that oh my gosh that's that that made my day that made my day right there okay we're gonna take a little break uh, we're gonna come back and talk about what's on the web like I said no Paul all you all you all you pro Paul people gotta sit the f down it's gonna be me and Gimlet talking about what's on the web and then after that we're gonna scooch on over to, to Patreon where Gimlet's gonna tell me more crap that's gonna blow my mind like they're coming after Laura Logan.
2: Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to Harry's.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's Harry's.com, code 5,000. Enjoy!
0: It's time, you guys, for what's on the web with Paul. We don't have Paul, but I have a story that has a guy named Paul in it. So we're gonna go over. <clears throat> this is like, I guess, I guess it's 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 my segment here, Gimlet. Uh, here's something that I think is insanely cool, insanely cool that we put up on the web. Okay, so um, I don't know if you have Apple TV or or oh no, it's Disney Plus. Disney Plus. They have this uh, three-part documentary. Each part is like three hours long. Peter Jackson directed it. He got all the footage, over like 60 hours of footage, back in like 1960, whatever, when they were doing the documentary for the Beatles, uh, uh, Let It Be. It, and it became the movie, Let It Be, and they did the concert on the roof and blah, 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 blah. So... Peter Jackson did a deep dive. He went in, he cleaned up the audio. He cleaned up the images. Have you seen any of this? No. Okay. So, uh, I don't know where to start. Some, uh, I'll leave all that So I find the Beatles to be, it's, it's heartbreaking to me. It really is. Like, I didn't want to watch this because I just don't want to get sad again. Cause you know what happens? They, they break up It's the end of the Beatles and some people are like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to go into why. I'm not going to go why the, into, into why the Beatles are important. So if you just look at it as a human being, like how many hit songs they came out with. I don't care what you think of these songs. Some of them I like, some of them I love, some of them I don't like. The, it's, the, it's the moment, there's a moment in episode uh, one that just blew my mind. Mind, so they have to do this concert. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do a live show. They had They have. They're talking about all these different places they can do it, but they also have to come up with an album. They have to come up with all these songs, and they have like two and a, it's the Beatles. It's you know, it's John Lennon, Paul McCartney. They write hit songs. They have like two weeks, three weeks to come up with an album. Now, granted, you know, Paul McCartney comes in, he's got like an idea or two. John Lennon has an idea or two. Yada yada yada. So it's like their third day of rehearsals and, and, and Paul realizes just what a fix they're in. He's, and he's like, we gotta, we gotta go, you know, and, and George Harrison wants to explore and, you know, just kind of experiment and see where the path leads. He's all into that, you know, like Eastern, you know, India stuff. And Paul McCartney is like, and he's trying to be very cool about it. But he's like, we got to go. We got to go. So it's their third day of of, uh, like rehearsals. And uh, John Lennon hasn't even showed up yet. And Paul McCartney is just like noodling around on the bass. He's just like kind of goofing off, playing around with some chord progressions. And you see, and maybe other people aren't going to get a boner over this like I did. You see the moments. You see him writing the song Get Back. He doesn't even have the lyrics. He's just like singing nonsense. And like he's finding the rhymes, he's finding the chord progression. It was it's just fantastic. It's just fantastic. And so now I'm in. Now and and I put the I put that moment up. You can watch it on the website. It's like a, a three minute hunk. Uh and anybody who has a creative spark in their body, anybody who's had to try to like, oh, I need to write something I don't know what I'm going to write. I have to paint something I don't know what I'm going to paint. If you have an artistic cell in your body, you will watch this and just be, like, blown away. It's, like, it's, it's, it's. I, I just thought it was fantastic. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. But you can all go, I put that up uh, at the website. No, now, now I'm all excited. It's the what's on the web portion of the show. Um, Holy crap. Uh
1: I'm assuming you wrote about the Matrix trailer.
0: I did. I did. There's a new trailer for the the Matrix Resurrection or Resurrections, I should say. And uh they did something that's really awesome. The whole the whole premise of the trailer is, you know, there's a glitch in the Matrix, something has to say. So these some something must have changed. So these 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 moments keep changing. And if you remember in the original Matrix, you know, Keanu Reeves sees that cat go by twice and he's, Ooh, what's that all about? So it was just this brilliant move by the Wachowski, I guess sisters. Now they used to be brothers. Now they're sisters, (laughs) but they went back and they took the uh, original footage from the matrix and they're showing it in these quick flashes, but then they're intercutting like the pre effects vision. So you see like, you know, uh, Larry Fishburne's jumping across from building to building, and then you'll see these snippets like he's jumping across a green screen, and it's like they incorporated all these great moments and and almost like behind the scenes, stuff. it was a brilliant move. And then and then you're thinking to yourself, wow, it's a green screen, so like that you can change the backgrounds to make it look like anything, which they do. So it was just a great a great vibe uh, on the Matrix Resurrection. And I'll say this about those movies. And I think I said this a few uh, months ago. When I saw the second Matrix and the third Matrix in the movie theater, I was just like, oof, that's a rough one. That's a rough one right there. You go back and you watch those movies and you're like, wow, those are pretty good. Like (laughs) they get get better. You're like, ooh, maybe I was a little too harsh. I was a little too quick to judge. So like exactly
1: uh, the opposite of what happens with the Star Wars.
0: Oh, Let's, yeah,
1: exactly the opposite of our take on the Star Wars. Uh, what was it? The prequels and the
0: yes, which which yeah. just that one constantly amazes me as well. And it's like one of the things that I, I'll I'll get off my cowboy bebop rant because it's just the latest in a string of these. Like, and this and this, it's actually political. You have these brainiacs these self-professed brainiacs, you know, and mm-hmm. and they they they're in the highest levels of government and they've never really done anything. They've never created anything. They don't know what it takes and they profess to know better than the people who actually do it. Mm-hmm. And nothing good comes from that. Nothing. And it's like and if you're if you're Peter Jackson and you're like, "Wow, I love the Beatles. I'm just going to go through this material and just, you know, this is the story that You know, this is why people love the Beatles, yada, yada. Or it's Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. I'm going to stay close to that source material so I can honor that. If it's Harry Potter, you know, you've got J.K. Rowling making sure they don't. It's whenever they go off track and they think they know more than the people who created it. And they did it with. Or the people who love it. Yes. Yes. And at least at least have the uh, the humility to ask yourself, why is it that people love it? And that's what, makes, uh, that's what makes the whole Cowboy Bebop thing so insulting. So insulting. Like that show, it's not just funny cartoons. It's not just, ooh, spaceships. And there's a jazz soundtrack. And to be that shallow. It, 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 and to be that off. And to think, oh, here's what people like. It's the crazy, zany, but, ooh, it's insulting. It's insulting, and it's, it's well, seriously, it's it's the problem with politics as well. But to your what Star about, wars, uh,
1: what about ahead. the uh, Rain book of Boba Fett?
0: That's it's too funny. That was next up on the list, and it's huh? just like
1: it's like I read your mind.
0: <laughs> it's like you're on the website scrolling. I am. <laughs> what they're doing to Boba Fett is just. It's this, it appears to be the same thing. Now, granted, all I've seen is trailers, but it's like, what are you guys doing? Boba Fett. When you're introduced to Boba Fett in The Empire Strikes Back, he's just a hardcore killer. He doesn't care about—he's a man with no name. He's a hardcore killer. He's a
1: bounty hunter.
0: Yes. And now you have this trailer for The Book of Boba Fett where you got Boba Fett saying, Oh, I'm not a bounty hunter. Well, then, who, who the fuck are you? Like, like, what What are you doing? And he's like, he's like, uh, he's taking over Jabba the Hutt's gang. And he's saying stuff like, Jabba ruled through fear. I'm going to rule with respect. And you're like, take off your helmet, bitch. Who is under there? Who is under there? Is that Meghan Markle under there? Who is under that helmet? It's, it's horrible. That makes no sense. Yeah, unless he's lying. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, Thank yeah. God. Like,
1: like what And what's with the ding on his helmet?
0: Oh, he's always had that has he? Yeah, that's one of the that's act that's actually one of the cool things. yeah, he's always had that thing on his helmet. <laughs> he's always so you're like, at least they got that right. But it's like they have people they have people in charge of America who don't love America, who don't understand what makes this place special. They have people in charge of Star Wars who don't understand Star Wars. They don't know what makes it special, and that's a freaking well, who, dangerous place to be in.
1: Who's doing this series? Disney. Do we know? I know it's Disney, but do we know who's like directing it? And
0: I, I don't know. I thought that uh, I thought that uh, John Favreau was going to be overseeing it, but who knows? Who knows?
1: Because Kathleen I mean, the Mandalorian, everybody loved.
0: The Mandalorian was a glimpse at if they could salvage it. You're like, okay, it's going, it's like the the house on flames analogy. The house of the Star Wars house is in flames. There's a, uh, there's buckets of water everywhere, but you have a bunch of people pretending that there is no fire. The Mandalorian was Jon Favreau and a bunch of other people picking up a bucket or two and throwing it on. the the fire you're like okay at Mm -hmm. least someone recognizes okay at least we can salvage that that maybe we can salvage and now uh from from the looks of it with boba fett they're like oh no 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 we're gonna stop them we're gonna stop them from putting water on the fire we're gonna make it work oh my god they got everything's got to be woke everything has to be like, oh, there has to be a powerful woman girl character who's incredibly shallow and uninteresting. And oh, there's gotta be this scrappy, it's it's just like this horrible formula. And like socialism, it never works. Nope. They're just they're destroying Hawkeye right now. Hawkeye. <laughs> Not that he's my favorite Avenger, but I gave everybody the heads up on that one. You know, in uh, on the website, it's like okay, they're, they're turning that into a single camera sitcom for some reason. This character. What? Oh, oh, my God. If you look, if you look at the trailer for Hawkeye, y- y- you just don't. You're like, what am I watching? Who Who is this? What what? Who thought this would be good? So you've got the character of Hawkeye. And he's in New York with his family, and they're doing some shopping. It's seven days till Christmas, and it's like the crazy – like the Christmas music, and you're like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then there's an Avengers-level threat, and he's like, oh, no, I want to spend time with my family. And then he meets some scrappy young girl, and she's an archer too, but she's a streetwise scrappy kid. But he's going to teach her how to be – oh, it's just – and it's like it's like, oh, Hawkeye's gonna learn something from her while he's teaching her, and she's gonna oh it's just it, it's like
1: the formulaic you want to puke.
0: Yes, yes, and and it is a ratings disaster. It but is a ratings disaster.
1: Hawkeye already had a female sidekick. Her name was Black Widow.
0: Yes, thank you. So like, as the writer
1: had a like, deep friendship, brother-sister kind of thing going on.
0: So as as the writer of the show, and, and maybe that's what they're trying to do with this girl, it's like, when Hawkeye lost his family, he went crazy. Yes, he did. And he went on a global killing spree. And he just did not care. He just flew around, killing mafia bosses, killing underlords. He was off the rail he was going to lose his humanity and now he's like there's only seven days left to shop for christmas oh golly kids i'll be back in a little bit i gotta teach this scrappy girl how to be a better archer so maybe she could be the next hawkeye you're like what am i watching what am I? his best friend black widow she died right in front of his eyes she sacrificed like he would Uh, oh i i can't i can't okay Okay. But you just got to think some of the
1: actors, like, who played these characters are like, what the hell are you doing?
0: Oh, it's sad. It's sad. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill tried to warn everybody about uh, the rise of Skywalker and The Last Jedi. But he's contractually bound. And, you know, you, you think, oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. But he he knew. He knew. Like, they're destroying my character. They're destroying my character. I don't know why I'm saying these words. I don't know why I'm doing this. But... Here I am. They're paying me millions of dollars, and uh, okay, I guess I'll stand here and say. Them. And then you find out, oh crap! I was right. I was right.
1: It okay. did suck.
0: It's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. I kind of want to talk about Madonna's nipples and her butt, but I feel like we did that last week. We did do that last week. It's too bad. It's too bad. We got. We got. Oh, what am I doing there? What am I doing there? Um, it is uh the lady with the hairless cat. Okay, that that is so gross. That is one of those ones where, if you don't know the story I'm talking about, go to theloftasparty.com. There was a woman on a Delta flight, and she was caught breastfeeding her hairless cat. They told her to stop, and she refused. Okay, so that is just so abundantly bizarre.
2: Who does that?
0: (laughs) Just... Like, and all I can think about is the poor soul. Like, that was a moment for the person sitting next to her who was like, you've got, holy shit, she's got a cat. Holy shit, it's a hairless cat. Holy shit. Holy
1: she's, shit.
0: She's whipping out her tip. <laughs> holy
1: shit. The cat. You would not. Be- on. You would not have been able to contain yourself, Michael. Mm. You, Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing Michael Loftus as that seatmate, and I'm, like, dying on the inside. I'm just like,
0: oh, and then for the lady not to stop. Now, she's crazy. That's that's the only way, and that's why I'm kind of holding back and making fun of her, because that's, that's an insane person. That's an insane person right there. And then, like, how long has she been breastfeeding that thing? For it to be just like commonplace, oh my cat! And like, and that's you need help. You need help. You need help.
1: Well, what is actually going on there? First of all, grown cats don't nurse, and second of all, the only time women lactate is after they've had a baby.
0: Well, if if they keep if they keep breastfeeding, I guess it never stops. That's like they would have. I I I, I just I don't. And obviously she wants people to see. Obviously she wants to show it off. She wants to be found out. That's the part that I like. I breastfeed my hairless cat and I want you I, to know about it. I just I, I
1: can't get over the fact that somebody actually has one of those hairless cats. <laughs> and, and would want to feed it
0: something's really wrong i mean it's it's something's really really with, with i feel sorry for the stewardess i feel sorry for the dude or the lady sitting next to the lady i feel sorry for the lady i also feel sorry for the cat
1: like, i'm sorry what? for everyone it's i feel like, sorry for everyone because this was actually a news story oh like, why man. did i need to know this
0: and the cat the cat knows that's wrong the cat knows it's wrong it's like really lady Are we doing this? Are we still doing this? Like, can I just have some kibbles and bits? I don't think I need the nipples and tits. Hey, everybody. See what I did there?
1: Oh, my God.
0: I'm trying to think of. uh, And I see
1: see you did a little rip on Jesse Smollett. I've been ignoring that story because I just can't stand it.
0: We were talking about that at Gutfeld. And I don't know if Greg did it or not. But he's like, you know, talking about his monologue. He had one more monologue to write for like Friday. And I'm like, oh, you got to do Jesse Smollett. And he he said that he might do it. But to me, it's like, I don't know. You're you're Jussie Smollett. Now, when you get out of jail, and who knows if he's going to go to jail, he might get off on time served and bail. Who knows? Who knows? I'm, I'm sure they'll be very kind to him. But, like, who could ever be in a relationship with that dude again? He has shown an ability to dig in. Because, like, when dudes get busted, like, on Maury Povich, and they're like, I didn't. And I didn't know. I wasn't cheating. I wasn't cheating. I wasn't cheating. And then they bring out the chick you were banging. You know the jig is up, and you're like, oh, okay, I was cheating. Like you, you have to, at some point you have to give up the ghost, right? And, and for Jesse Smollett to keep going, like it's to me, I got, in in a weird way I admire it. They're like, okay, we got you. We got the guys on tape buying the hats. We have the canceled check. We have their testimony. We now have, surve- we have surveillance footage of you practicing the attack. And, and he's still like, they're lying. They're lying. I mean, that is denial on a whole nother level. How can, he, how can he be in a relationship after that? How can you trust Jussie Smollett with anything, with his ability to still be like, no, you guys don't understand. These two white dudes attacked me out of nowhere. It's 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 a whole new level. It's a whole new level, Jussie, Jussie Smollett.
1: Who was it? Was it David Chappelle that called him Juicy?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I I actually posted that in the, that it's such a great bit, you know, because he goes. <laughs> the bit starts off with Chappelle on stage, and he's like, "I'm just tired of being attacked. I'm just tired of being attacked." And the, the audience gets real quiet because they think he's being serious. I'm just tired of being attacked. Did you guys hear what happened to that French actor, Juicy Smollett? Oh, my God. It's such a great bit. He's so funny. He's so funny. All right. We are going to wrap the regular show up, but we're going over to Patreon. There's tons. There's tons of stuff. We got it. Yeah, there's more stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll tease some stuff, but it's going to be great. Uh... You know, and and uh, uh, whatever. Go to Patreon. That that'll be the tea. Just go to Patreon. We'll see you over there. We love you guys.